too damn cold here. My nips are so tender. Tell me why we had to move the podcast to Barrow, Alaska. <sighs> like I said before, we had to leave South Vancouver because Amir destroyed several women at a community bake sale. Wait, what? Yeah, he sold the most pies. Oh, oh, okay. I thought, wait, so why did we have to move to Chilltown, USA? Oh, yeah. After that, he uh, shot up a place. It was weird. He fucking started it. He said my peach cobbler was subpar and that the apple pies shouldn't have a dick hole in it. How else do you serve apple pie? Uh, so, Ryan, I heard this place is absolutely crawling with vampires. Any truth to that? Ask them if they want any pie. Uh, this is abominable snowman, you know, country. So, yeah. Plus, vampires don't exist, you dumb bitch. But there's physical proof. Bite marks. Blood banks robbed. Lost boy marathons. Mysterious deaths. Fucking whatever. I'm with Andy on this one, rye bread. Shh, 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 shh. Shut your dumb fat mouth. It's not a lie. It's not fat. Ah, now who's this? Good evening. As you can tell, I am a vampire. My family of the undead will now feast on the rivers of your blood. Unless you give me something very specific. Something that caters to our perverse nature. Um, and, and that would be Daddy Vampire? I need an apple pie with a dick hole in the center. Oh my god! should still uh, that episode that we started where um we did voice warm-ups on the air first i think that was our probably our best episode so you know warm it up guys well, our best yeah, episode yeah, yeah, yeah. our first episode which is insane because <laughs> that episode did oh the downloads yeah yeah um but yeah it feels like it's been a while since we've been here hey guys how you been andy and ryan has it been a while it's been like two weeks well, yeah, we missed a week. Why are you talking like that? I don't know. It's like an there's 80s a, action star. There's a bug up my throat. <laughs> what? Shouldn't it be down your throat? What? Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, you guys watch anything over the last couple weeks? Yeah, your fucking mom. <laughs> what was she doing? <laughs> the dishes. <laughs> she probably was, let's be honest. I uh, watched. Yeah, I yeah, watched no, a yeah. lot of stuff. Anything notable that sticks out? We watched Deadstream. Oh, that was great. <clears throat> on I keep Shutter. hearing about that. Everyone's talking about it. Highly recommend. Super fun. Really good. Uh, we watched The Corn Shucker. Oh, yeah. That was a weird one. That sounds like a classic. Yeah, that was an odd movie. Uh, but it was actually pretty funny. Like, not actually like, this is so bad, it's mm, funny. It mm -hmm. was actually like, there were some parts where like, oh, that was actually a funny joke. We watched, what was it, Kyoko? Uh, Kotoko. Kotoko. Which had 
child death in it, which oh. that was really that was fun. Fucked up. One of the most disappointing parts about Fallout Three is that you can't kill children. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, we'll see about that. And then Sarah and I watched uh, my best friend's exorcism. Oh yeah. And you said you ended up liking it, right? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, if wait, you, you guys also watched uh, Hellraiser. Oh, the yeah. new Hellraiser, yes. Yeah, we totally forgot about that. That was pretty good. That movie was okay. I thought it was oh. pretty good. You thought it was okay, Ryan? Yeah. I really, I thought it was going to be much better than it was. It wasn't a bad movie, but it was like, fucking, I wanted, you know, Clive Barker to just really yeah. bring all the weird and sex to it. Yeah. The weird and sex. I, for me, I would I definitely rank it number third out of the series. Number third. That's number not third. saying much, because after the first two, the quality drops pretty hard. Three has its fun moments, like it's more of like a slasher. You movie. shared a clip of one of them. Was that two? Oh, that that was like a different. Which uh, one? Which clip? Are somebody you Somebody got like roundhouse kicked off. So of that a... was uh, that was oh, fuck. Uh, Hellraiser, Hellworld. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Where they're all all these characters are invited to this mansion. And it turns out that like the, the Cenobites aren't killing them, actually. It's all in their imagination. Oh, my God. That sounds awful. Um, I watched yeah. uh, something that Andy lent me, which is uh, Eyes Without a Face. Um, first time watching it, uh, old school movie from 1960, black and white. Have you seen it, Ryan? I imagine mm, Ryan no. probably wouldn't enjoy it. but um, I think he would. I think he would enjoy it. I've he's an asshole. some black and white films. Uh, it wasn't super scary, but I thought the plot was, was pretty interesting. It's and, a creepy movie. Yeah. It's got some creep factor in it. Definitely. Speaking of creep factor, hello. It's us. Survive the night. The top rated, bizarre, weird, horror, scary film movie. What? Film movie? Podcast? <laughs> in Marpool, Langley, and we're deciding... We're a telecast now. We're more popular in India or South Korea. Ryan seems to think it's India. I think it's South Korea now. We're also the creepiest boys on the web. It's true. Uh, I think Time Magazine said that. Time. Yeah. Uh, this is episode 59, and today we're covering 30 Days of Night. Uh, my name's Amir. I'm here with Andy. And Ryan. Yeah. Quick thoughts on 30 Days of Night. My first time watching it. It was entertaining. Josh Hartnett's uh, interesting actor. At least he has a good haircut in this movie. Does he usually have a bad Because haircut? I've been watching a lot of like Isn't early... Isn't he like a bowl cut sometimes? I've been watching a lot of the early like movies with him. Like his first movie was Halloween H2O. Oh, yeah. And for some reason they gave him this weird like pixie haircut style that is mostly for women which is fine you can have different hairstyles but like it does not look good on him at all um i yeah i didn't love it but it was entertaining uh, what did you think andy this is probably my fourth time seeing it i think it's still like a good action vampire movie it's got a lot of gore in it and i, I appreciate yeah, there was one scene that we'll get to that I thought was super cool the way it was mm -hmm. shot. But uh, this is Ryan's choice. Ryan, your thoughts? This is my second time watching it, and I still think it's pretty pretty good. I think you were saying last time that you well. watched it when you were a lot younger, right? Yes. And it's based on a, a graphic novel? Yes. Okay, well, let's get into it. All right, as Amir said, we're covering 30 Days of Night. This came out in 2007. <laughs> The director is David Slade. He did Twilight Eclipse, 
the newer Black Mirror Bandersnatch movie. And he also did a film called Hard Candy, which is a tough watch. That's uh, tough watch. when it was Elliot Page. That's Elliot Page, yeah. Yeah. That movie is a tough watch. And Patrick Wilson, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so weird. Uh, writers, we've got Steve Niles, who also wrote the uh, idea for Fear. That's the video game, right? The video game. So Steve Niles is the one that wrote 30 the Days of Night. And so you wrote F3AR. So did he only write the third Fear? Because that's how they did the promotion. Yes. Okay. Which was actually a pretty good game. I, I haven't it. played the third one. I love the first two, though, as you guys um, know. They wanted this to be a movie first, but because nobody was going for it, they created oh, comics instead. That's oh. actually really... That never happened. And even then, it didn't get picked up until finally... Who is it? That Dark Horse? Dark Horse picked it up? I don't think it is Dark Horse, is it? The comic company? I have it somewhere, but yeah. So do I. Don't I. Know. Anywho, um, let's move on anyways. Stuart Beatty did I Frankenstein. That's unfortunate. <laughs> And Brian Nelson did Devil, the uh, the one in the elevator. Uh, just to jump back to the comic book point, it was IDW Publishing. Oh, that's what yeah. I thought. Composer, Brian Ritzel. Uh, he composed the score for Dead Rising 3, the Hannibal television show, and the movie Relic. I really hmm. want to go back to Dead Rising 3. The amount I have played of it has been, has been really good, actually. I don't know why. I just can't get into those games. Weird. I don't know. Special effects <laughs> by, oh, I'm going to say this name wrong, Jabin Dickens. Um, <laughs> they worked on The Mummy Returns and Alien Covenant. Mm. Hawk Olafsson did Upgrade, Relic, and Alien Covenant. Oh. Steve Yardley did Boogeyman, Ash vs. Evil Dead, and he's on the Evil Dead Rise team. Oh, I guess oh, that cool. explains why the special effects were pretty good in yeah. this movie. They were starring, and uh, you'll note, um, I, obviously I didn't go through all of them, but you'll note uh, almost everybody except I think one person has a name in their credit, hmm. like has their, their uh, character's name. Only one person in the movie doesn't have a name. So when I went through the plot and stuff, half of their names are not even mentioned. No, yeah, uh, most yeah. of the vampires' names aren't mentioned, no. but they gave them names in the credits. I know. I didn't write them down. They also... <laughs> Because uh, they speak a different language, they actually had linguists come up with a brand new language. So they're actually kind of speaking. That's really fucking cool. a language. Uh, and then my little asterisk fun fact here is an insane amount of these actors have been in Power Rangers and Xena, Princess Warrior. That is so random. It is. I think it's because stunts. Like a lot of the vampires uh, yeah. are probably yeah. right. So we have Josh Harnett plays Eben Olsen. He was in Halloween H2O, as Andrew said. Melissa George plays Stella Olsen. Oh, I just want to stop you there for a second. You fucking... Oh, I just want to mention another movie he's in that I, I really love, which is The Faculty. Oh, It's another yeah. really good, like, early 2000s horror movie. Anyway. Melissa George plays Stella Melissa Olsen. Joan Hart? Fucking... Sa Sabrina? The teenage bitch. I will stab you with this <laughs> screw. <laughs> Shut up. So she's in Mulholland Drive, The Amityville Horror, 2005, and she's in this really good psychological thriller, uh, Triangle, which if you guys haven't seen, I would highly suggest. Mm. I think it's streaming. It's very good. Is it it's about a, the Bermuda Triangle? Is it a sequel to Cube? No. I guess it would be a prequel to Cube. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad joke. And I liked, liked it. it. 
Danny Hudson plays Marlo, who's like the main vampire, and he does a fucking phenomenal job. He is so mm. creepy. And he's in American Horror Story. Ben Foster. He's also in Wonder Woman as the villain. Yeah. Boom. You know why I didn't put that down? Because you didn't like the movie. Because it's not a horror movie. Yeah, I don't care. Moving on. I'm just going to say. Ben Foster. Now, here's the oh, only yeah. person who doesn't have a name in the movie. The Stranger? He's just called The Stranger. Yeah. And he was in... Have you guys seen Pandorum? I think it was on Netflix yes. for quite a while. That movie's no. actually really good. Yeah. The effects are really cool. It's like a weird mix of like if... Uh, it's like the, Alien and Event Horizon yeah, almost. Yeah, they had a baby and it was like super action-y. Yeah. Was really He's done a lot of shit, this guy. Uh, he was really good in this too. His little like monologue mm-hmm. parts were really good. Yeah, he was a standout for me. Mark Boone Jr. plays Bo Brower. He was in Halloween 2, the Rob Zombie film. Mm. Hmm. Mark Rendell plays Jake Olsen. He was in Hannibal. Amber Sansbury plays Denise. Manu Benet plays Billy Kitka. He was in the Marine. He is also in He a was lo- in the Marine. Oh my god. Greatest. John He's, Cena he movie. also played uh, Deathstroke in uh, the Arrow TV series, which was pretty good. Up until like season three and then it tanked. That's what Ryan calls his finishing move when he's jerking off. The season Deathstroke? Three. Because no. <laughs> I season three. That's a real thing, though. The death grip. You guys know what yeah. that is? Oh yeah. No. The death grips is when you've you've masturbated so much that you just keep having to squeeze harder and harder to get some good feelings from it, and then you just like you can't like come from sex and stuff because it's not tight enough for you. Sounds like Ryan knows sounds, all about this. That sounds just awful. I read it on Reddit. And it yeah, was very sure. Scary. Reddit on Reddit. Yeah, sure. Megan Franich plays Iron. <laughs> Joel Tobik. Let's plays talk about more, Doug Hurts. more death grip. <laughs> He's in Ghost Rider. Elizabeth Hawthorne plays Lucy Icos. She was in The Frighteners. Would you call Ghost Rider a horror movie? Yeah, that's why I put it down. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty horrific to me. <laughs> um, Craig Hall plays Wilson. Bullison, and he is in this found footage movie. I think it's found footage, at least. I watched this a long time ago, called The Devil's Rock, and it is crazy. Is it about the devil and, like, his pet rock? No, it's World War II, and I think it's, like, an American soldier busts into this bunker and finds this woman chained up, and we find out the woman is, like, a demon. I think I'd prefer a movie about the devil and his pet rock. (laughs) He'd call it Little Lucifer. No, it's already... Okay. (laughs) It's Andrew's turn. (laughs) My turn for what? You know. Oh, my job. Yeah. Oh. Uh, a job that you don't get paid for. Yeah. I get paid with um, the accompaniment of men <laughs> in a nice room. Would you prefer me naked? No. Okay. okay. So, the town of Barrow, Alaska goes without sunlight for 30 days. A group of vampires prey on the remaining townspeople who have decided to stay for the harsh month of darkness. I found this funny just because uh, it stays dark. I think it's like for 61 or 62 days, actually. So it's not even 30? No, but they probably did 30 because it sounds better than 62 days. Yeah, Robin pointed that out too, actually. Yeah, okay. No wonder people are fucking leaving. If it's 62 days of that... Apparently it fucks you up real bad. Well, there's also that, uh, that Al Pacino movie, Insomnia, where there, at, at the, another point in the year, it stays sunlight for like a whole day or something like that, oh, or, or, like, or longer than that, maybe. That's um, awful. I know. 
like the stuff about having liquor being prohibited at that time and stuff. That's all like legitimate stuff because people go crazy. Yeah. 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 I'd be done day one. It's like the sun hasn't even gone down and I've offed myself. Yeah, and he's been drinking this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The movie begins. You see a man in a parka. He looks very cold, staring off at a creepy-looking ship in the frozen ocean. He walks through the snow away from the ship. He makes his way to a small town. One of my first impressions here, like my first note, is great cinematography. I think early on in the movie, there's some really cool shots. That ship looks so ominous. Which mm. is crazy because none of this was filmed in Alaska or in snow. Is there a lot of green screen and stuff like that? Or hmm. I, I assume there has to be some quite a bit. Yeah. So it is the last day of sun. Two police officers, Eben and Billy, find a pile of burnt satellite and cell phones in the snow. Maybe a pissed off teenager did it. They drive this is like this is weird. It's just yeah. a, a big pile of cell phones and stuff. And like, like ah, people... teenagers. I would have been like, ah, somebody's trying to make it so we're gonna die. <laughs> you just look at the pile of burnt up things, you're like, ah, vampires. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, there's where my Nokia brick went. <laughs> <laughs> but like I think I don't know if they mention it. At this part, where they're like, oh, there's been like a report of like them, like things going missing. Mm -hmm. uh, they drive past the town sign and Billy takes uh, the population numbers down by 69. Does he actually by 69? No. You just put some <laughs> no. okay. It was like 200 or something. Yeah. Down. It has like a popula population of what, like 300 and something. Mm -hmm. And then it went down to 100 and something. Could you live in a place that was that small? I was going to, I had the same note on my fucking notes. Would you guys be able to survive in a town like this? I no. think so. I think no. I would. It would take some adjusting. Like, I, I don't know if I've told you guys, but I lived in a smaller town than this for a whole month in South America and not knowing the language. What either. if you were the only colored person there? Um, then I, I don't know. Well, he wouldn't be living there long. <laughs> I'm actually used to... <laughs> I'm actually used to being the only colored person at a lot of places that I go to. Like, like when true. you come here. Well, that. <laughs> I'm literally the only colored person in this house. But like when I used to go to rock shows and stuff like that, I very often I'd be like the only brown dude in the crowd. That does unfortunately make sense. The rock community is very like white centric. Yeah. I think they would uh, gravitate towards me if I was the only brown person in the small town. Because you had the best weed. That. <laughs> and I would make them curry. Oh, okay. They'd be like, what is this spicy shit? And that's how I would kill Put all some of them. more weed in it. Like, I would kill both of you guys really easily with my spicy food. Oh, yeah. Spice. Instantly. Exactly. As Andrew was alluding to, I already know Andrew's answer even before answering the question. For anyways. what? About small town. Oh, he'd fucking hate it. Oh, he'd be I hate miserable. It. Yeah. Just no. He can't go a week without seeing somebody outside of the house or he, like, <laughs> gets. Sad boy, so that's true. But not for you, Ryan. You kind of grew up in a small town. I did, and He's I was a small never, town boy. Okay. I would never ever want to live in that small town, but I wouldn't mind living in a nice small town as living long as I have. A lonely boy, living in a lonely boy. <laughs> I'm so close to driving this into your knee. He kind of deserves it. He's acting a fool today. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't mind, as I said, living in a small, a nice small town. 
Uh, but I would obviously, I would need like internet. What about the weather though? It's super cold all the time. Like you, I lived in Williams Lakes, cold as shit. What, there. what, was, what was the there. population of, or what is, or what was the population of Williams Lake when you grew up there? Let's see where it is. <laughs> all right. Let me just pull that out of my memory. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, probably um, like 30, 40,000. Okay. No, well, the population right now is only 10,000. So well, it's probably so less. <laughs> it's probably less. It actually might've been more because a lot of people have been moving away. When did you live there? Last? Last? Oh, fuck me, bud. It's <laughs> a very Williams like thing to say. Oh, fuck me, bud. Uh, give me a fucking year, man. Give me a second. Yeah. Like 2012? 2012. Okay, there, I can't find that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right, back to the movie. Stella talks with a man about catching a plane. She is getting a divorce from her husband, the police officer, Eben. I want to say Eben. Is that a, is that a dumb name? It's a very dumb name. Eben? He's, Eben. he's also played by a why is, teen heartthrob Joe Biden. Why is that a bad name? I don't know. It's, it's like Evan, it but it's not. like it's because uh, a lot of these people have kind of like, um, what is it, like Northern European names? Sure. So it's probably like something like that. And they were pronouncing it Eben? Yeah, it's Eben. Hmm. Yeah, I like that better than Evan. Evan maybe, is a fun name. maybe they have an Eben Corey. Evan so played out, you know. Eben Corey? Eben Corey, not. <laughs> Eben Corey's great. All right, so she's getting a divorce from this man, and she's leaving the town. Most she of the... wasn't living there to begin with, though. She was visiting. Yeah, because she does like emergency stuff or something. She was wearing like an emergency like fire response oh. jacket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I think that was like part of her job was to check maybe like the emergency mm. systems. Uh, most of the people in the town are leaving for the full month without sunlight. We see an unknown person kill a bunch of huskies with a knife. That part was fucked. I guess. I don't know. It was very fake. I know. That's true. Yeah. I'm obviously, I don't like animal death, but I'm more okay with it when it's very, CGI. very obviously yeah. not real. Yeah. On the outskirts of town, Eben gives a ticket to a local bearded man, uh, Bo? Bew? Bo? Bo. <laughs> and this is a guy from uh, Batman Begins, right? Yes. I found this funny because Josh Hartnett were supposed to, like, he was actually in talks mm -hmm. to be in Nolan's Batman yeah. trilogy. And this was like a couple of years after the Batman Begins movie. Hmm. It's like, hmm, I wonder if he would have made a good Batman. Um, there's a little uh, note I want to add when uh, Evan gives him, or gives Bo the ticket. Uh, and he gets back in his partner's like, why do you give him such a hard time? He's like, yeah, I just lets him know that he's part of the community. And that actually comes into play later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, why does he give him a ticket? Something to do with it, like leaky. Yeah, he's like it's vehicle le or leaking something. oil. Is yes, whatever it was, a truck or some sort yeah. of machine. Uh, Eben gets a radio call about some dead dogs. What? Yeah, after that whole ticket thing, he gets the radio call. Right about the dogs being murdered. Bunch of fucking dogs out here. Yeah, we see Stella trying to make it to the last plane out. Her car is hit by a tractor? I don't know what that thing is. What is it? I don't think it was a tractor. It was the one with like the saw blades on yeah, front of it, what right? Yeah, but what even is that? Mm. You're in the, uh, Isn't it you're in the like construction field. Some sort of like maybe harvester like or something like that. Like an excavator kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It right. probably, because it's Alaska, it'd be cold as shit. The ground's probably hard as a fucking rock. You'd probably use that to really dig up the soil kind of stuff. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. So we'll call it a... I'm not a farmer. You're... You're not? You should be. I was for a few days. Worst time of my life. <laughs> I thought I killed a goat. Oh. So I thought maybe go. you're going to be like, well, 
those potatoes aren't coming in this season. So I was 18 and my small little town had this thing for like older teenagers to get work experience. Mm -hmm. So I did this program where it was like a couple of months where I would work kind of odd jobs. And one of the odd jobs, I went and worked at a farm, excuse me, for like maybe two days. I like how you're getting bored with your old story. (laughs) Shut up. Gets good. For like two days. And it was the, like, it was wintertime too. So it was probably like minus 20 and I'm shoveling frozen shit and stuff, literal frozen shit. But I went to this one farm and I had to help this woman, I think it was like shave the hooves for the goats Mm -hmm. because obviously they need help with that stuff. And she's like, okay, just, uh, they, they fall down really easily. So she pushed one down. I was like, okay, whatever. I'm 18. Cool. And then she was like, now to keep it down, you got to squat on their neck. So put your knee on its neck. And I was like, okay, "Okay." don't really like that. So I did it because this was a big lady, a big farmer lady. So Mm -hmm. she scared me. And then uh, she finished. She's like, all right, you can get up now. And I got up and the goat just laid there and didn't move for a little bit. And I was like, oh my God, I just killed a goat. (laughs) I just killed a spawn of Satan. Because they got the creepy eyes. Uh, but it got up later and she's like, oh yeah, they just do that. And I was like, I'm never coming. That's so weird. I've heard of that being a thing with goats. Like once they're pinned down, they it, like, you also, if you while. spook them, they will go into like yeah. this trance. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm never coming back. And so I the seeds of veganism were planted that day in your butt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where did you plant your seeds of veganism? Um, urethra. I did that too. Prostate. And I pissed out vegan. Prostate's the same thing. But yeah. It's in your ass, bro. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Want to see my prostate? Let's do it. (laughs) It's uh, it's real good. You guys ever come without using your hands? It's been a while. I don't know. Have have you seen a pickup truck in the movie yet? No. I I have a note here that says, Andy, what's your favorite pickup truck? We have seen a pickup truck. That's what she's fucking driving when she gets hit. Oh, my favorite pickup truck? Ford... um, Picton. <laughs> like Robert Picton? <laughs> That's what he used. Uh, they named a car after him. <laughs> yeah. Do you need to haul dead hookers? <laughs> i sorry, sex workers <laughs> to your pigs. <laughs> yeah. Ford Picton. <laughs> so what's your favorite pickup? Me? Yeah. My favorite pickup? Mm-hmm. I like the Toyota Tacoma. I prefer the Ford F-150 Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but you being interested in trucks is creepy to me. <laughs> so she gets hit by this tractor thing and like, it was a pretty jarring scene. It comes out of fucking nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then the guy gets out and he's like, Oh, I'm so sorry there. Eh? Yeah. He, he says it like he's done this before. <laughs> like, Oopsies. Butterfingers. Yeah. The brakes just stopped working. And then she was like, yeah, no, I'm fine. It's fine. I'd have been like, Oh, you're getting sued. Yeah. <laughs> my neck hurts. Ah, oh, my fucking back. Ah, oh, my pussy. <laughs> my dick. ICBC is just like, you wrote down like broken pussy. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you get 50 grand for that. Anyway. Oh, 50 grand? That's not very much. Yeah, you know, know how much you get for just a piece of your finger? A lot. Cold hard cash. <laughs> it's probably like in direct deposit or something. I don't think they'd give you cash. It'd be weird. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Stella calls Eben saying she needs a ride to the airport. Billy is going to take her. Oh. And he says it very like, oh, 
you're here. You didn't tell me because he didn't know she was here this mm-hmm. whole time. She's been here for like a few days or weeks or something. Yeah, it sounds like they like he wants to talk to her about their relationship, and she's like avoiding him. Is the vibe I got? They're very estranged. Eben investigates the dogs. The owner says he wants to kill whoever did this. Eben's brother Jake is hanging out at the police station. His grandmother works there uh, as a dispatcher, so it is their grandmother. It's not the mom. Yeah, I didn't. Okay, I knew it wasn't their mom. But I, I didn't realize it was their grandmother until we find out later. And he's just hanging out there. He doesn't have a job. No, he's a, he's 15. I don't know. He's 15. They say he's 15. You can have a job when you're 15. I had my first job when I was 15. I had my first job when I was like 14. I, I had, had my, a few weeks. Well, I had I my like, first no. job when I was five. People in China are working at eight years old on building your iPhones. Yeah, but not because they're like, I fucking love industry. <laughs> Probably not, no. <laughs> Tim Cook's out there with a gun. Build a fucking iPhone, you little shit. And maybe I'll give you 20 cents an hour. Yeah, Steve you, Jobs you comes quite... up from the grave and starts whipping. <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs to make a Steve Jobs Horror zombie movie. movie. Oh, hell yeah. It would be called iZombie. He just comes out with still with his turtleneck. And then they get sued into oblivion <laughs> for calling it iZombie. The logo would be the apple, but it's rotten. Yeah. So, Eben drives to a place and investigates a complaint of... I don't know why I just have question marks, but there was a complaint made. It wasn't a power station he went to, was it? There was, like, two stations he went to. Yeah, he goes to this station, and um, it's because they found something. They have, like, this weird fucking... Garburator thing? Yeah, like, grinder thing, almost. Oh, yeah. Like, an industrial destroyer, and they found something interesting in it, and then they, like, talk about how, like, somebody must have broken in and did this, did that. And keep that grinder in mind, because it becomes Mm -hmm. important later. So, we see a man working... Uh, I think this is at the actual generator place. The lights go out. He sees something run past him. It's snowing heavily. Someone is sneaking up behind him. Then a bunch of people circle him until he's slashed in the neck. He falls to the ground and one of the attackers drinks his blood. One thing I didn't like about some of the bloodsuckers is how they clamp on and they start shaking their head Mm -hmm. super violently. I was like, okay. Well, did you see their teeth? What are they supposed to do? I think they do that just because of to how tear like, it animalistic they are. Sure, okay. They're not yeah. like, they're not like precision hunters. Yeah, they are just like they're kind of primitive beasts. Once they see like get that bloodlust, they just go into <laughs> like. A, so you eat that pussy. <laughs> I like sorry, how it's out of order. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry, that's how you eat that butthole. Cut that out. <laughs> so the stranger from before. Is at the restaurant asking uh, a server for a whiskey and rum. Mm. She says alcohol is illegal in the month without sunlight. Smart. Smart move. He asks for a bowl of beef. <laughs> Raw hamburger. Yummy. He grabs her, uh, grabs the server's wrists and threatens her. And he says something along the lines of being like, what is this place? Can't get any liquor. Can't get any raw meat. Yeah, he has like this fucking weird Like accent. a southern twang almost. But like not... It is and it isn't. I don't know. It sounds like a southern mm. to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Evan is called in and asks the stranger to go outside. Stella pulls a gun behind the stranger's head. Because the stranger like comes at Evan real mm-hmm. quick. The stranger tries to fight, but Evan is able to get him into cuffs and take him out. Stella drives off with Evan. Evan puts the man into a cell. Um, then we should mention, since Stella was behind her, we didn't mention it for some reason, but further back, um, Eben's partner does take Stella to the airport, but she was too late. 
the plane has already left. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So she's stuck there now. Uh, Evan puts the man into the cell. Stella says hi to Jake and Evan, e- <laughs> Evan's, Evan's grandmother. Uh, three workers, two men, and one woman just got off work and are deciding whose house to hang out after. That's in. not what they're saying. They're going to go and... It's, who's they're gonna trying go- to decide whose house to go to to fuck oh, okay. fest. Mm. Did you say fuck fest? Yeah. 99? That sounds awesome. <laughs> Uh, so the two men play rock, paper, scissors. One man is pulled into the dark corner. He is thrown onto the ground with his throat slashed and blood pouring out, uh, out of his mouth and his wound. Fucking, with, uh, could you imagine that? No. Amir, Andrew, Ryan, we're, uh, we're just getting off work. Long day of recording podcasts. It's dark and snowy out. The lights aren't really working too well. We're walking along. We're trying to rock, paper, scissors to see who gets into <laughs> Andrew's sweet boy <laughs> hole. And, and all of a sudden, I get pulled into the shadows. You hear some, like, tearing, ripping, sludgy sound. And, like, you screaming. And then my body gets thrown out. And I turn to Andy. I'm like, oh, thank fuck, finally. I thought you were going to be like... Guess I'm getting that sweet boy. <laughs> Andy, let's scissor. The scissor? Yeah. Why Sizz- do you plural at the end? You're <laughs> like, scissors. why do we? Why don't we scissor? <laughs> what would you do, Andy? Ryan just got pulled into the darkness and he's getting fucking eaten alive, not in the way he likes. Well, if he's already like bleeding out and everything, I'm just gonna be like, okay, let's fucking run. Oh, okay, you wouldn't want to finish the game. What game? Rock paper scissors thing. <laughs> No, you're gonna be like, oh, you wouldn't want I to think, fish him off. I think, if, <laughs> I think if I saw that, I think my uh, my my sex drive would be pretty low. Ryan, what about you? You got pulled into the darkness, and you're getting eaten alive. <laughs> well, just let it happen, baby. <laughs> well, I'd be dead. Yeah, that's true. Did you guys start with rock, paper, or scissors? <laughs> Only scissors. Yeah, I always choose scissors. Scissors yeah. always wins against all of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the woman runs. The other man stays behind while we see some creepy people behind him. And I think that's the last time we see those, those characters. I think we see the woman again. Okay. Yep. Eben tries to get some info out of the man in the cell to no luck. He then asks Jake why their mo- uh, grandmother is smoking pot. It's for her cancer. He seems pissed. Such a dumb thing to be mad about. How dare you try to e- alleviate the pain and misery of cancer? But this was also at a time where we definitely was a lot more taboo in the States. It's like always fucking taboo, it it's seems. True. In some states now, it's less, but yeah. True. Um, did you mention that they were playing board games in here? No. What game were they playing? And I wanted to ask you guys. You guys are stuck in a They're little shack. There's what weird shit Rock, going on. Rock, paper, scissors. What game would you play? Can I choose Mousetrap? Choose whatever fuck you want. Why would you me? ask? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what board game would you play? Can I choose Mousetrap? Can I choose this game? <laughs> anyway, Mousetrap. Even though by the end when you've like assembled the Mousetrap, it like... Never fucking works. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And you're like, what? I just spent an hour doing this. A coworker recently brought up Guess Who. Do you guys remember Guess Who? I do like I Guess Who. I was going to say Guess really? Who. Really? Yeah. I like that Ryan game. lovers. <laughs> <laughs> you choose your lovers. Uh, Easily? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you like the same color as me? That's fine. Oh my God. We are getting married. All right. So the stranger warns that everyone is helpless for what is coming. They are coming. 
The lights all begin to turn off. The police station generators turn back on. Or turn on. Oh, turn on. They don't turn back on. Sorry, they turn the lights back on. Eben is going to the cell, uh, cell phone station or like cell tower. When he arrives, it's still snowing hard. The door is open. He sees a giant trail of blood on the ground, then Gus's head on a pike. Gus so was the man that got killed. I found this kind of funny because, like, once you see his head on the spike, you're like, okay, how the fuck have, did you not see that this I entire know, time? Right? Yeah, it's it's pretty jarring. And also, like, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I was distracted by the noises. Pretty jarring, and... <laughs> so Eben gets back into his... Truck. Make a note to cut that part out. Warns, and he gets on like his uh, like radio that has speakers pointing out of his truck. He's like, "Everybody, get into your houses if you got generators." And Jennies, he calls them Jennies. Lock the doors. He's from Boston now. Lock the doors. Uh, so we see the dog owners from earlier in their house. A man flies through the kitchen window and takes the wife under the house. Mm. The husband tries to get her back, but he's slashed in the face and knee. And like right before that, too, they were having like a little fight or something, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. She was like, hey, can you come do this or whatever? And he's like, fucking bitch, I work hard. My dog she got dead. taken under the house. She's like, fuck you. Yeah, that's what you get, bitch. <laughs> you ever take your wife under the house? <laughs> uh, under this house? Yeah. Also, who's my wife? You know. You know. <laughs> um, I also want to say, like, at this point in the movie, you're like, okay, these vampires are obviously a little different. They don't need an invitation to just come into this, uh, these people's houses. They <laughs> kind of reminded me of, of the, um, the freaks in, or whatever you want to call them, in 28 Days Later a little bit. The freaks? Yeah. You love that. The freaks freak show uh so back in the cell the stranger keeps telling everyone they are in danger the jake kid is an idiot and throws something at the stranger i don't remember what it was he was getting like really mad while they're playing like either the same board game or they're mm -hmm. playing cards or something and he keeps being like you're all gonna die oh it was cards you're right and then yeah, yeah. he like yeet something at him and they're like don't talk to him and he's like oh i'm just getting so mad i'm 15 i'm full of fucking hormones <laughs> angsty so he says he can uh, the stranger says that he can use it to break out of the cell jake runs over to try and pick it up uh the the card or whatever and then the stranger grabs him by the neck um sorry rewinding just a little bit the first like major attack that we just talked about i just wanted to say the music was really cool like the drums i found that to be pretty epic actually the build up to that very first like really brutal attack. i don't even really remember it but i think i was just focusing on the violence luckily eben is back and shoots the stranger in the arm <laughs> why was that funny okay i'm the stranger uh, andrew's been caught by me and amir would come in and just shoot both of us <laughs> right in the fucking skull oh he'd tase you and then shoot me it's a little callback for everybody from the wreck episode. Go listen to it. And then I tase Ryan again after I shoot him. Good. Feels so good. Anywho. How are your raisins doing, by the way? Oh, I've forgotten about that. Uh, your catchphrase. My catchphrase. I, I lost it. Never, oh, it, didn't, it didn't stick. Good. It didn't stick. <laughs> what was it again? Something about Jennifer and raisins. Jennifer. Jennifer. Give me back my raisins, Jennifer. Here it is. <laughs> I like to think we've matured no no that's no. great give me back my raisins jennifer <laughs> bring it back 
Eben asks the man who did the terrible thing to Gus. The stranger just says, no point talking to a dead man. He also... Oh, my God. Um, Jesus. He also... Is it in this part where he talks about how, like, they're supposed to come get him? They're supposed to... Yeah, they're supposed to take him with him. Because he's done everything that they asked of him. And, yeah. Eben drives... Uh, with Stella, they stop the truck in the middle of the road. Something spooks Stella and they reverse. A man runs and jumps uh, onto their roof and screams like he's, he's screeching. Uh, the man tries to break through the roof. Eben shoots him and they are able to shake him off. It's like that. Um, you guys see that video online of the guy? I think he's. Oh, yeah, I saw that. It was amazing. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> He, I think he's on drugs or something, oh, and wow. somebody's taking a, a video of him in their vehicle, and he's running as fast as the vehicle is. Oh, oh, we know. I have I seen that. I have too. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's scary. Uh, so they return to town and see vehicles on fire. They go inside the station, and there is blood everywhere. It's just, it's a pretty hard transition. I'm not gonna lie, because they like leave town for a bit. It doesn't seem and then like they come back gone for yeah, very long. They come back and just the whole town <laughs> yeah. just on fire. They're like, "Did we leave the stove on?" But yeah, the, the, everything is like fucked up. Uh, everyone's missing. The stranger is still locked in his cell. He's upset that they didn't take him. Jake and Grandma are gone. The stranger asks to be finished off. Eben thinks about it, but it. Uh, but Stella convinces him not to. Yeah, he was real close. Amir, could Robin stop you from shooting somebody? Depends on why I was shooting them. If I was like shoot- Ryan. Like if you wanted to shoot Ryan. Like say you had a really bad day podcasting with Ryan. You wanted to shoot him real bad. I and think you wanted to shoot somebody over podcasting? I think Andy would have an easier time convincing me not to shoot you than Robin. <laughs> Not because she doesn't have influence over me, but like... Because Robin would be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Do it, you little bitch. But I know Andy actually cares about you and uh, could maybe walk me off that ledge. Maybe. I still might end up shooting you in the, the dick or you something. You would go to jail just I mean, to shoot me? Because <sighs> you're going to jail. <laughs> you. You. Amir Ali shoots me. A white man, Ryan Desjardins. Desjardins. Yeah, it's you're, you're going to jail. You're, there's a bank named after you. That's, um, yeah, yeah he, he owns that bank. I know. You know how often I get that? They're like, <laughs> oh my God, are you part of the like, credit? Uh, are you card like, people? Oh, Mr. Dijon. And I'm like, oh yeah, mustard. that's why I'm driving a broken down 2004 Toyota. <laughs> hey. Don't knock the Toyota Matrix. It is a standard... Mine's broken. Oh, yeah, it is. Wait, what do you mean? Why is it broken now? My starter's fucked up. I gotta go fix it. No. Can we continue? The group of vamps have shown up. That's a fun fun way to call them. Vamps. They are all speaking in their creepy language. I think it's Italian. Nope, which, as I said, (laughs) they actually had real linguistics come on and make up. I'm trying to be funny, Ryan. It's not working. (sighs) I thought it was Italian. Okay. So they're speaking in this language and they have wished to come to this town sooner. Oh, yeah. A group of people, including Jake, are held up in a building. It's like another house. He mentions to others uh, that took. Oh, he mentions to the others that the vampires took his grandmother. What do you think they're doing to her? She's dead. Mm. In another house, a woman and her husband shoot the head vampire. He smiles and grabs the man and pins him against the wall. 
He says in his language, there is no escape, no hope, only hunger and pain. Mm. He stabs the man with a fire poker. A lady vampire kills the wife. He places his long nails against the record player as the other vamps screech. And it that plays cool. the record, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I do want to say for anyone out there listening who has read the comics, um, fucking Temple Smith, who's the one who does the art for it, his vision of the characters and the characters of the vampires in this movie are like fucking one in the same, mm-hmm. which is insane because Temple Smith has insane art. His art is very like angular, a lot of like straight mm. lines. Um, yeah, very like sharp main, looking. The main uh, female vampire is yeah spot on. I also want to say that the comic uh, 30 Days of Night is incredibly short compared to the movie. Oh, interesting. Like, to be fair, there's like four comics? Yeah, but this one, like, the, the first comic and the movie are supposed to be like one and the same. Yeah, the other things branch off. Have any of what his, are they supposed to do? Make a fucking 10 minute movie? Have any of his other works uh, been turned into film? Uh, Temple Smith? Or, or, Temple Smith, uh, yeah. So Temple Smith is the artist. Steve Niles is the writer. And Steve Niles, no. Okay. He has written a lot of uh, Batman stuff, though. Yeah, I just just found that, actually. Mm -hmm. So we see a montage of kills throughout the town. Some people are fighting back with shotguns, but they have no effect. You just say a montage. I just picture, like... 70s or 80s <laughs> summertime montage music. Uh, we see. Let's hit the B square. Ah! You're the best around. We see an aerial shot of all the carnage happening. That shot was insane. That's the shot I was talking about earlier. Um, and yeah, that was probably the coolest shot in the movie. You just see all the zombies scattering around. Zombies. Uh, vamps. <laughs> Uh, skittering around, trails of blood growing yeah, everywhere. The fire is just everywhere. It's spreading. And as Robin pointed out, the the backdrop in Alaska with the snow is the perfect canvas for this carnage. What what did uh, Robin think of this movie? Um, I think she thought it was okay. Okay. Yeah. I like that your partner actually like will watch the movies with you, <laughs> whereas <laughs> Andrew and I wa- usually watch the movies. Uh, it's because uh, mere forces. <laughs> I tie her up usually. It's movie time. It's movie time. Nine right o'clock. Here. I drugged her last time. Oh, okay. <laughs> Marijuana. Come on. She wanted it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she was asking for it. I mean, <laughs> she was wearing like a poncho. So, like, she really wanted that weed. I don't get it. I don't know. Hippies. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Eben mm-hmm. finds the stranded group and is uh, relieved to find Jake. I said relieved because I wrote received. received. <laughs> he received Jake. And they plan to go to, uh, what was it? Kelso's attic, which is someone they know in town, I guess, uh, which they deemed like a safe spot. Eben and Stella, are uh, they drive off, but are immediately attacked by vamps. I thought that part was kind of stupid because they were like, yeah, we'll go into town and find some more people, maybe some supplies. And they know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But 
at this point, they, they don't particularly know that it has like super strength or anything. Right. right. That's true. They just think that they're crazy people. Yeah. So yeah, there was a large portion of the movie around this point, like uh, in the middle that I was kind of uninterested. And then at the very end, I'm like, oh, that's super cool. There is kind of like some filler stuff in the middle Definitely. when they're trying to survive. I, 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 for me, it was just a lot of the side actors I found to be forgettable. That was my yeah, problem. Yeah. Uh, so they are attacked by the vamps. They lift their truck and flip it over. Before the vamps take Stella, Bo hits some of them with the, uh, what did we call it? Excavator? Yeah, sure. Yeah, the it's not was... a snowplow because it's the one with the chainsaw <sighs> on the front. I didn't know what to call it, so I called it everything else <laughs> except what it actually is. Stella and Eben are able to get into the excavator and they escape. Uh, the three break into Kelso's house and get some walkie-talkies. They find the rest of the group in the attic. Jake says they fed on Grandma like they were vampires. But vampires don't exist. Um, also in the attic is one of the characters' fathers who's old and he has like dementia. He has, he has Alzheimer's. Uh, or whatever. Yeah. And I thought that secondary character was very smart to use as like a... Yeah, because you have to be very careful with mm. people that don't know what's going on. Yeah, you don't see that in horror movies very often, that's and for it's, sure. And it's definitely like, say that character wasn't in the movie, they would not They would probably have a much easier time surviving. Do you guys know of any horror movies that are centered around dementia? Because I think that could be actually pretty fucking frightening. There are some, some mm. more recent ones. Oh, Relic is one of them. Oh, okay, I didn't know um, that. And that uh, George Romero movie that just oh, got released. the finally. carnival one. Uh, the amusement park. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that one's more about like a the blanket of like aging and people being not great to you because of you because aging. Because you're old, ageist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we see the stranger being greeted by the head vamp. Do we know his name? Yeah. Not in the film, I don't think yet. But his mm. name is... Mr. Bloodman. His name is Marlo. Marlo? Marlo. Marla. Marlo. <laughs> Marlo from Barrow. Marlo Roderick. Is it actually Mar Marlo Roderick? Yeah. Huh. So he says that he will take care of them. He caresses the stranger's face, then snaps his neck. Poor guy. He just wanted to become a vampire. Poor guy. He killed dogs and stuff. Yeah. yeah like, poor guy. He just misunderstood. Snap Parents just don't understand. Fucking neck Steven Seagal style. The old man in the group is having a freak out. And asking about his dead wife. <laughs> Speaking of being ageist. <laughs> it's freaking out, man. Uh, they then hear glass breaking from the next house over. One man wants to leave and begins to get violent. Again, I don't remember half of these characters' names. Mm -hmm. um, That's fine. You only really need to know, like, Eben, Jake, and, like, the main the ones. The main ones, yeah. Uh, one man wants to uh, leave and begins to get violent. Uh, Eben gets him to calm down before he makes too much noise. It's time for a message from our sponsors. When vampiric evil knocks at the door, only one man can stop the horror. I cast you back to the realm of evil, foul creature of the night. No, Kama Sutra. Kama Sutra, vampire hunter. Bertafany, come to me. We must perform Samoka. Quickly, wrap your legs around me. No, please, in the name of all that is evil, please stop having tantric sex. 
Kama Sutra Vampire Hunter. Get on the ground, Berthefany. It's time for Virsha and Piditaka. Yes, yes Mr. Even the Lord of Darkness doesn't stand a chance against Kama Sutra Vampire Hunter. I'm dying. I'm dying. What is that? Listen to them. Children of the night. What music they make. Oh, Lord! Ah. Kama Sutra Vampire Hunter. Kama Sutra Vampire Hunter. Streaming now on Sexflix. Now we're on day seven. So the uh, how it's cr- like uh, written down or whatever in these or in the movie is like really weird. It's like day seven and then like day sixteen. Like it doesn't. It just does jumps because they've been like there's. It wants to show that they've been stuck in that fucking yeah. attic for a long time, as you can tell by the main character Eben having somewhat of a beard. After a while, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he can grow a beard. Uh, a woman walks down the street screaming for help. Eben sees it's a trap with vamps on the roofs behind her, using her as bait. It's not a very good trap if you can see the fucking vampires behind. Her. I, know. I know, but like that's what it was, and he was like, "Hey, there's vampires there, or there's people there." What would you do in this situation? Explain the situation again. You're in the attic. Try not to die from these crazy vampires. You've like, you're like holding your breath because we all had to poo <clears throat> in the corner and it smells, it smells bad. Like, and, and I'm, then you hear help, help. And you look out the window and it's Robin. Oh God. Yeah. I just made a personal. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's a fucking trap. What do you do, Amir? You know, at some point you have to make a sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> and if my life is on the line, Robin, I know you're listening. I'm sorry, but it's every man for himself. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the end of our relationship. Yeah. Andrew? It's Michelle. So it's Michelle? Yeah. No, it's still Robin. (laughs) (laughs) In fairness, I probably still try to rescue anyone that I care about, so... Yeah, honestly, yeah. if all three of us were in there and we saw it, I probably, Amir and I would have to, like, knock Andrew out. Definitely. Be probably. Like, yeah, this yeah. isn't happening. Nope. Go back into your shit corner, Andy. We'd knock him out and then very quietly put him outside. <laughs> <laughs> With a note that says, please take me. <laughs> I have delicious blood. Tastes like nougat. Does Taste- your blood taste like nougat? Uh, nutritional yeast. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> I love nooch, but not blood. <laughs> you mean you don't like blood nooch? You know what? I agree with Amir. <laughs> it, guys, it finally happened. You agreed with him. You agreed with him on something. It only took 59 episodes, but we did it. The woman turns a corner and she is greeted by a vamp with blood all over his face. The head vamp shows up. She says, Please, I tried. Please, God. He says, God. And then looks up to the sky, shakes his head and says, no, God. No, God. That was powerful. That is a powerful scene. And I agree with him. Um, Eben is seen running through the streets. What about Allah? Yeah, he's good. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> this is the episode where I um, convert to Islam. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about growth. Okay. <laughs> Eben is seen running through the streets. He keeps hearing someone whispering his name. He sees another man, John, under a house. He says he will go to him. So the woman is, uh, from earlier walking the streets, is slashed repeatedly by all the vamps uh, all over her body until the bald vampire bites down on her neck. So this is one thing I was curious about. I guess in a lot of vampire movies, the main goal of the vampire is to clamp onto the neck and suck the blood. But it seems like in this movie, there's a lot of just like random assaulting just by a lot the vamps. Of like- more like playing with their food. I guess, kind of yeah, that'd be good. They're way definitely to look at it. enjoying, the, like, taking their time. Right. And that's basically why they went to this place. And you don't usually see that in uh, movies with this trope, I guess. No. Uh, John says his leg is hurt and he's so hungry. Eben sees that he's turned into a vampire. He goes to bite Eben. There's a brief struggle. Eben drops his gun. John is caught in some swings because there's like a playground nearby. Eben finds an axe and hacks away at him until he decapitates him. Wah, wah, wah. That was pretty brutal. Uh, Eben makes it back to the house, but he's out of breath and doesn't have his inhaler because I guess he has asthma. Mm. Which we see earlier because he uses his inhaler. See, this would be a, a skill in this situation because if you can't breathe, then they can't hear you breathing. I hate you. <laughs> Um, this is why I always feel like I would like, especially people who take a lot of like medication, I always feel like in these like end of the world or like survivalist, uh, like scenarios, Mm. I would not be well because I'd run out of my medication and then I would be Uh. crazy. I wish that that would be something that they would sort of tap on in in horror movies. I think that could work in like a long form mm-hmm. zombie film or medication, like if somebody's on antidepressants or something, and how that would unfold like in, in sort of Ryan a, and I in a uh, zombie apocalypse. We're just like staying in bed, being like, "Yeah, I guess we'll leave the house." <laughs> <laughs> I would be manic. Thank you. <laughs> Would you? You'd be like, oh shit, there's, there, there's zombies everywhere. We got to do something. And then I'm going to go um, lay in my bed. I'm going to go watch. It some. would be like this. Oh, fuck. Okay. I got to hyper focus on this. I got to look on the internet, find a bunch of stuff, make lists about zombies. And you know, I'm just going to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm going to go watch The Office for the 30th time. <laughs> so Evan makes it back to the house. Didn't have his inhaler and he passes out. The head vamp sees the decapitated body of John back in the attic. Isaac, that's the old man. He escapes downstairs. He won't keep quiet and he's confused as to what is happening. Doesn't John, um, sorry, Evan hit his head or something when he passes out? No. Uh-huh. You think he just blacks out? Mm. Stella and Wilson, that was the son of Isaac. They try to stop him. He asks to use the bathroom. He escapes out the window. Wilson argues with Stella about going after him. Wilson pushes Stella, and she hits her head on a stool or a shelf or whatever. (laughs) I don't know what it was. I I don't know what it was, and I didn't want to go back for like 30 seconds. But this wakes up Eben, and he realizes they aren't in the attic. Eben goes downstairs with his axe. He helps up Stella. The bald vamp is in the house, but hears screams from the outside and leaves. Wilson is out on the street screaming to find his dad. He is 
taken by a vamp because he's literally being like, Dad, <laughs> Dad. <laughs> what is happening here? What is with this short form you've been doing this whole What do you mean? Plot just vamp. He's yeah. just been vamp. You just he's vamping. Keeping it chill. Keeping vamp. It vamp. Isn't vamp? Yeah, vamp's uh, the character from Metal Gear Solid. Vamp, yeah. yeah. That's a cool character. That has nothing to do with the movie. So cool. Suck it, Ryan. So Stella and Evan so are back in the attic. They hear rumbling coming from downstairs, <laughs> but it passes. Metal he said it's snowing and they have to move. Otacon! Is that a surveillance camera? <laughs> this is the last episode. We're not going to get to 60. Damn. Aww. Anyway, uh, Stella and Evan are back in the attic. They hear I already said that. <laughs> he says it's snowing and they have to move. We see the group traveling in the blizzard. They get inside a grocery store and are looking for supplies. They all hear something within the store. It's a vampire kid eating someone. I'm tired of playing with this one. I want to pl- or want to play with me now. <laughs> it like turns into Chucky basically. Oh yeah, I fucking I hated this little girl honestly. I thought it was creepy, but like yeah, I mean for a 4-year-old she was okay, but I don't know. <laughs> I know the kid was like three and a half months old, but yeah. like the acting could have been better. Yeah, I don't like, to hit her. Oh, okay. Why does she, could she talk and no one else? They can talk. They all can talk. They all like can in talk. In English. The guy says God, no God. Yeah, he oh, can I talk guess. in English. Fuck, you, the, the two of you, just the pair of peas in, in the pod. stupidest pod I've ever seen. What are you talking about? They're speaking Italian. <laughs> Giallo. Eben grab or gets ready with his axe and swings and misses. One person hits the kid with pepper spray. Uh, they hold the kid uh, up up against the wall, and Jake axes the kid's head off. She was just a girl. No one knew who she was. And Jake is scarred. Yeah, he is scarred, but he still thinks he's like tough enough to keep doing this over and over again. Become a vampire hunter. Yeah. Day eighteen. They're all stuck in the store. They are thinking of some sort of diversion. They can't figure out uh, the, or they figure out the vamps can't handle light. They want to grab Eben's grandma's UV light for growing pot. How do they figure out that they can't handle light? <sighs> I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it was the little girl, wasn't it? They like, oh, I think you're right. They like shined a light on her or something, and then she was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. They all have doubts it will work. Eben runs through the streets screaming, letting the rest of the survivors escape. Ah! Ah! The vamps scream at each other to attack. Ah! Oh, you got to do more moves, really. <laughs> Amir, just, Amir just sounded like he was speaking in tongues. <laughs> he has a high fever, okay? <laughs> the rapture, it's begun. Eben starts the generator as the vamps begin to run. They attack the group of survivors instead. One of the men, or one of the men, is killed. I don't remember which one, but the other ones make it to the police station. Meanwhile, Elben, Elben, Elben Preslin, he's getting ready to turn the UV light on. The lady vamp runs into the house, and Eben hits her with it. It causes her flesh to be burnt. The vamps immediately cut the power. I actually really enjoyed the way, um, in a couple scenes, we see the flesh of the vampires turning black because of light. And I want to say, like, 
we always shit on CGI and stuff, but like it is pretty job. good yeah. and it's aged. Yeah, like pretty. pretty it's good. better than a lot of stuff now. So. Yeah. yeah, even like the vampires, like face uh, prosthetics are yeah. all like CGI. I thought their mouths were really cool. Yes, uh, it's super sharp. Cute. And uh, like I. It's it's also really like interesting how they made it and like instead of like trying to do like the Lost Boys like uh, face or like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, they made it look like crazy angular and almost like Nosferatu in a in a weird yeah. way. Anyway, Eben runs from the house. He radios Bo. The head vamp looks down on the injured one and feasts on her. Bo gets into his excavator thing and begins running the vamps down and hitting them with the blade because there's a blade on the front end. He also shoots them with a shotgun. He crashes the excavator through a building and gets out. He's out um, of ammo. The part right before when they're like, oh, we need like a distraction kind of thing. He comes up and he's like, yeah, I'll do it. You know, I'll do it for the town as a callback to being mm -hmm. the town. Mm. This scene was fucking cool when the the zombie, the vampire, falls on the blades of it and gets cut in half. Yeah. It actually looked really good to yeah. me. Agreed. Again, like, yeah, this is, it does kind of feel like a zombie movie at times just because Agreed. of how animalistic they are. Yeah. Uh, so Bo is out of ammo. He lights a flare and drops it into a box of dynamite. Except I don't think it was dynamite. What was it? I think it was just a box of flares. It then was. why would it explode like I that? I mean, you would... Because there's still, like, yeah. a bunch of lighting shit on it. I know, yeah. but it wouldn't be, like, that much. Oh, I you know that? So. Scientist Andrew? Yeah. I actually Googled this. I couldn't, I couldn't find an answer definitively, but I, I was kind of like, okay, I, that would probably check it. We it kind of makes sense because after he, like, gets flown out of the fucking building, but he's still alive. Okay, that's so why that makes sense. I'm like... That's no way there's dynamite because he would just have been yeah. gone. I did yeah. write that right here. Like the building is engulfed in an explosion hitting several vampires. Somehow Bo survives the blast and is launched out the window. So Flair, yeah, he does I, survive. And I just Googled flares do contain explosives. So a lot of flares combined would hmm. probably react that way. So he does survive the initial blast. Like half of his face is like burnt. Mm -hmm. uh, he lands in front of the head vamp. He crushes Bo's head with his foot. But and before that... that Bo's like, Buddha, please help me, Buddha. And then the head vampire's like, Does he say Buddha? Buddha. No, oh Buddha. <laughs> Only Allah. <laughs> anyway, the effects for the head crushing was crazy. Eben gets back to the station. Stella hugs him. Now there's six of us, soon to be five. The little girl bit Carter, one of the other miscellaneous characters in this movie. He says he's so hungry. He says he can't live forever and wants to be his, with his wife and his kids. It's kid. not miscellaneous. So Carter, he was uh, one of the guys when at the beginning when Evan went to that one building to check vandalism or something. Oh, he's and then one of the he guys saw there. All the pictures of his family, and Evan was like, "Oh, oh yeah, I oh, bet yeah. your family yeah. misses you so or whatever." He worked... And then he does a monologue at this point after he's bitten. He's like, please just kill me. Yeah. My my family died in a car crash. I just want to be with them. I mm -hmm. want to see them again. I actually found him to be kind of a, a standout, uh, his mm -hmm. acting in this movie. He's also in Matrix Revolutions where he does a really good job, mm. actually. Does he play Neo? Yeah. Okay. And Trinity. And Morpheus. Yep. Now there's six. We already did that. Uh, so yeah, he walks back or walks to the back with Eben and they close the door. Off screen, we hear Eben killing Carter. Day 27. Eben notices someone shining a flashlight from across the street. They think it's Billy. Eben and Stella find Billy in his house. 
his wife and daughters lay dead in his bed. He says he killed them uh, so they wouldn't be killed by the vamps. Another pretty intense scene where he's mm-hmm. like, I, I shot them so they wouldn't have to deal with it. <sighs> and so I tried to shoot up. myself, but the gun jammed. Yeah, that's so fucked up. Uh, the three of them make it out of the house uh, to the station, but no one is there. Uh, then they make their way through the streets and under a house. They see a little girl. It wasn't a girl, was it? I thought it was a little boy. Girl, boy. Uh, her name is Gail. <laughs> What's the difference at yeah. that age? His name, their name is Gail. <laughs> Men could have names like Gail. There is a guy named Gail in uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. Gail. It's Gail, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it doesn't matter. There's a, there's a child covered in blood walking alone. One uh, vampire sees them, but they are able to run from it. Evan makes it to the utility door. That's the building. I don't know why I just remembered the uh, name with of the, the grinder place. in it. Yeah. Everything inside is still running. He finds Jake and the others except for Stella and Gail. Billy makes it to the utility door, but was followed by the bald vamp. It attacks him from behind, biting his neck. Evan and the others try to save him, but Billy tackles the vampire into the garburator. It cuts off his hand in the process. As he begins to turn, Evan grabs the axe and brutally cuts off his head. It was a fucking, it was a good scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even the cut into the neck was pretty fucking sick. Yeah, this is when I was like brought back into mm-hmm. the movie. I was like, okay, this is all really cool what's happening here. Uh, Stella. Very, uh, Mortal Kombat like. Yeah. It, you, it could even be a stage in a Mortal Kombat totally. game. Totally. Like, you just do an uppercut and you go into the garburator. (laughs) (laughs) Stella lets Evan know she's uh, under a truck. The vampires are all around. She says she's freezing. The vampires gather in the streets. Evan says he will call her uh, back when it is safe. To be fair, probably a much nicer way to die cold than eaten by vampires. (laughs) Yeah, I would agree. You would just sort of slowly freeze to death. I don't. I mean, it would just probably like, be painful at some point. I don't very, think it is. You just fall asleep, don't you? I think you just fall asleep. Yeah. I think burning to death just, would be fucking awful. But yeah, or drowning. You or think drowning. it would be? Uh, drowning is also apparently pretty peaceful after you take water <laughs> into your lungs. It's super peaceful. I don't know. Like the panic before. The panic that. is the panic awful. Before, okay, but. Like, number almost, one is 100% fire. Yeah, You're being lit yeah. on fire. Yeah, I don't disagree with and that. And I've almost drowned like three times. Just this week. In your coffee. <laughs> or in your Bad sorrows. Tub. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, my sorrows. Uh, but no, I almost, I almost drowned like twice. I almost drowned once. It was at the uh, Watermania wave pool. Oh. Ryan can't swim. Yeah, because I almost drowned. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the vampires gather in the streets. Evan says he will call her back when it's safe. The streets are filling with oil. The vamps broke the pipeline. They're climate activists. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that would help. They just put the oil back into the earth. Back onto the earth. Mm, It's true. The vamps. They're like rubbing ducklings into the oil. (laughs) They're not smart climate activists. They're rubbing the ducklings into the oil and then using the soap to wash them. Dove. Dove. So they. Wasn't dove. It was dawn. 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 What's it? Dove. It was dawn dish soap. Dove's like body soap. (laughs) They're just rubbing ducks with like bars of soap. It would work. Uh, so the lead vampire lights it with a match. They are burning down the town to keep their secret safe. The fire is getting closer to Gale and Stella. The vamp- vampires watch as the town burns. So this part I thought was super inventive, creative, mm-hmm. and like, like, wow, that's a great take on like how to defeat these vamps. 
Go ahead, Andy. The vamps are also really smart in this. Like, they know, like, how to deal with all these... Well, there's a little blurb, I think, in the beginning of the film. Somewhere in the beginning about uh, another town that had a bunch of killings and, like, it just disappeared. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, So... Eben opens a package with a needle in it. He takes some of Billy's blood and injects himself with it. Knowing he won't turn immediately, he says he can smell everyone's blood. Except instead of turning into a vampire, he just gets like hepatitis C. <laughs> and how does, be... he, how does he know he won't turn immediately? Because we are seeing other people not turn quickly? Because of the bites. Mm. It's a different uh, size of the bites. Gotcha. Yeah, that part was weird. Because I would have been like, oh, because he's seen the other people and they didn't change immediately yeah, depending yeah. on the bite. But I thought he was like, because I'm injecting the blood. I wasn't bitten, so I'm yeah. not going to turn right away. And I would have been like, you're injecting it into your blood. I feel like that you would, would go turn faster. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, he's acting like he's like a scientific yeah. expert on this all of a sudden, which I found kind of strange. Like, he do- like, tr- like does it and then he turns into like super shredder vampire. That'd be so dope. Yeah. So he leaves the building while he's uh, still changing. The vamps there notice was him. A cool scene like when he's about to do it they're like no no do it do it and he's like there's literally nothing else we can do he does it and then he's like he's sitting there while he's slowly changing and then he's like i can smell your blood one thing we also see when that's happening that i thought was really cool is it shows his eyes are normal and Mm -hmm. then they turn all his people's turn all black oh and also like the veins in his arm are all yeah you see them get darker yeah just super cool uh so yeah leaves the building while he's still changing the vamps notice him jake tells stella to run through uh, run through the, the walkie-talkie. walkie-talkie. Run, th- run through uh, with the uh, walkie-talkies. Like run away from that area. Evan, <laughs> I don't know. I'm tired. Imagine Andrew trying to explain something to us in like a high-pressure situation like this. He'd be like, "Okay, the walkie-talkie <laughs> through it. No, I mean run, run the walkie-talkie. Kill through. yourself. Go Kill inside yourself. the walkie-talkie. <laughs> Evan fights the lead vampire. He gets his ass kicked for most of the fight. One thing here is all of these vampires are still there and they've just circled around these two fighting. Why? Because Marlo's the head vampire. And yeah. I'm pretty sure Marlo at one point is like, just stay back. I'm going to literally beat the shit he's out of He's probably dude. also the one that, like, he's the one that sires all of them or mm-hmm. did at one yeah, point. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, he gets, Eben gets his ass kicked. The vampire notices that Eben is one of them. The lead vampire charges at Eben, but he punches uh, through his mouth to the back of his head. That was interesting. Yeah. So the scene wasn't as good as when I was a teenager, only because the CGI wasn't great. And it was such a quick clip that yeah. you're like, Ooh. but it's a sick concept to just punch a vampire mm. through his fucking head. Yeah. I wish it was maybe built up more to that point. I just found it like it yeah. went through his, his, his face with like butter essentially. Maybe like, more okay. of a, uh, like actual back and forth fight. Yeah. And then maybe that. even like before he goes right through, like he mm-hmm. cracks his jaw open first or something. Mm-hmm. And then... So I'm Eben. <clears throat> I put vampire blood in me. I killed him and... Uh, Where'd you put that vampire blood? Right mm-hmm. into my bum. Okay. I would have put it in my taint. Um, so, mm. turns out I don't fully... Mm. Tur- like, I turn into a vampire, obviously, but I don't, I don't decide to kill myself. Instead, I go down to, like, the main America instead of Alaska, and I, um, I start infiltrating, like, these nightclubs and stuff, and I start killing vampires with my vampire strength. Um... The first one I kill is like this crazy dude who was trying to become like the god of vampire kind of thing. The second 
one though is insane. I get caught by these weird vampires and to get out of it, I had to, um, what is it? Suplex. <laughs> I had one of them into the ground to kill him. And, um, yeah, I'm blade. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to bring up that anime. Uh, what is it? Dragon Ball Z. No, the vampire one. Naruto. Hell. Helsing? Helsing. No, no. I uh, thought that's what you were bringing up. No, I was doing a blade. No. Have you seen the vampire anime Naruto? Uh, no. It's a good one. Is it? Mm -hmm. So he kills the head vampire, and then the other vampires run off because they're like, holy shit, they just killed. Mm -hmm. They just killed the master. Stella asks what he did to himself. He says what he had to do. The two of them kiss just before dawn. They hug uh, as he begins to disintegrate as the sun hits him. That's the end. <laughs> okay, some fun facts here for everybody. Um, ben Temple Smith, the art boy, the art the man. Comic, um, the working title for the film oh, was no. Crackers in Alaska. <laughs> what? That's real. What was it? Crackers, Crackers in Alaska. Wow. What did, did he mean by like like white white people, people? Okay. in Alaska? Wow. Hmm. It's mostly white people. Yeah. Um, as I said, the vampires speak a completely original language. Italian. It was created for the film with the help of a linguistics professor at a New Zealand university. Speaking of which. Good eye, mate. That's not how they speak. <laughs> the entire town of Barrow used in the movie was built in New Zealand. All scenes were shot there or in a soundstage where it was easier to control the fake snow, which was mostly just salt. I That's like this crazy. last fun fact. According to the artist of the comic book. Oh, no, I got cut <laughs> off. Well, that's it for my facts. We got a lot of mere facts. Wow. Here, They're mostly Josh Hartnett facts. Oh, really? Josh Hartnett <laughs> <laughs> volunteered to spend 40 days in solitary confinement to prepare for this role. Following being released, he was put back into solitary confinement one month later when he was caught assaulting a 12-year-old. <laughs> What? Wow, that's so dark. <laughs> the reason Josh Hartnett beat up the 12-year-old, at least he beat him up. When you say assault, yeah, it's the true. mind goes somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, why he did it is because he made fun of Josh Hartnett for not getting the Batman gig. <laughs> that would hurt. After Josh Hartnett was released from prison, they were able to start filming 30 Days of Night. On set, Josh Hartnett was quite irritable because of his reason... Recent, sorry. His reason prion stint. His recent <laughs> prison stint. His recent... <laughs> his recent prison stint and was abusive to other cast members. In one of the scenes, we see a dead body, presumed to have been eaten by a vamp, but it was actually a person murdered by an irritable Josh Hartnett <laughs> in real life. I can't believe they use that in the movie. I though. know, right? There are several 24-hour subway stores across North America. <laughs> Just a random fact. Uh, final thoughts. Uh, like I said, beginning, um, yeah, really cool effects. I found it moderately enjoyable. I didn't really care a lot for many of the side actors in this movie, which were pretty forgettable. And yet some of them really <clears throat> blew up. And like the, the Asian dude in the movie, I thought he was one of the standouts and he was just sort of a side part in the movie. <laughs> he was only in it for like two parts. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kudos to him for yeah, being a standout. Taking that screen time and putting it to good use. Um, overall, yeah, moderately enjoyed it. 
final score on this one, I'm going to give it a 6.5 thing infection at Outpost 31 board games out of 10. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's good. Andrew. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's still a fun movie. It's obviously got some emotional uh, stuff happening that's emotional, pretty, pretty heartbreaking. Um, cool effects. Josh Hartnett. He's oh, good. You can't. It's Josh Hartnett. It's Josh. Joshy boy. You've seen Black Dahlia? Amazing. I have, and I have forgotten it. But yeah, it's still a good movie. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm going to give it seven. Seven. Um, seven. <laughs> <laughs> There's your weapon. Seven Josh Hartnett haircuts out of ten. Ryan. Uh, this was my pick. I loved it as a teenager. It might fall apart at some parts watching it now, but I still thought it was really enjoyable. There's a lot of good action and gore and stuff in it. Uh, I give this film Bastard 7.2 We're really No gods We're really blanking on this one today 7.2 Out of ten. Out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> What's better than one ally? 7.2 7.2 alas. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was episode 59, 30 Days of Night. Why didn't we cover this for number 30? Uh, join us on <laughs> <laughs> our Thank next you. episode where we're actually going to cover a movie that has just come out yesterday as of this recording. Halloween ends. We're actually going to be doing a live recording in the theater. <laughs> we're going to piss a lot of people off. But, but it's going to be more of an abridged review uh talk about it i guess yeah because andy also wants to cover another halloween film which is uh halloween three season of the witch yeah i probably saw it a long time ago i'm actually looking forward to watching that again so stay tuned for that episode 60 and 61 <laughs> uh thanks for listening to this episode <laughs> Ah, uh, you also said the thing outpost because you could <laughs> oh, see yeah. it up on the fucking TV. It's <laughs> true. Uh, <clears throat> a few ways you can connect with us on social media. On Instagram, we're at s.t.n underscore podcast. On TikTok, podcast, STN. Twitter, STN pod. And Facebook, just search Survive the Night Podcast to find our group and page. You can also email us at survive the night podcast at gmail.com and we've also started uploading our survive the crypt episodes which are covering tales from the crypt onto patreon which you could find on our social pages as well if you are interested in hearing anything from us like any other ideas of stuff you'd like us to do just shoot me a personal message if you want us to do some spooky sexy dances let ryan know he's really good at them he's good at twerking and it's pretty he spooky. is he is pretty good <laughs> <laughs> anyway thanks for listening my name is amir i've been here with andy hi and ryan yep <laughs> back next time bye wait what's that noise we go live now to an important message from Weekly World News. News! News!
groin with Yeasty Virginia, and we begin tonight's newscast with some breaking news from Marple. Thank you, Damp. We've heard reports of a violent man on the loose in the neighborhood of Marple in South Vancouver. Some reports suggest he fled from Haddonfield, Illinois. Police are investigating. Police are asking residents to be on the lookout for a man with a white mask, a blue jumpsuit, black shoes, potentially armed with a kitchen knife. We'll have more on this story as it breaks. In other news today, a man is in hospital after inserting a giant butt plug into his ass. Reporter Ass McJargon. Um, guys? Does that sound like uh, someone we know? Who? Dude, who do you think? Um... Myers, you asshole. He's real and he's in Marple. Holy fuck. Guys, it was nice knowing you. Do I make you Randy, baby? Should we shake now or later? <laughs> <laughs> 